0: Are you ready? Yeah, you think you could tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. A very good day, everyone, and welcome to On The Turnbuckle, here on mypodcasthouse.com. Tony Shibeki with you, she Lyle. Good day to you guys. Very
1: good day, Tony. And a very good day to you too, Tony.
0: And a very good day to you. What uh, song was that that we just heard?
1: Well, it was DX because. Are you sure? I hope so because um, I haven't heard it, but I'm putting my faith in you playing the right song for the first time in three weeks because last week you said Goldberg won and played Goldberg. I take one week out of the studio. I
0: I played the fifth on that.
1: It's not his
2: first week out of studio either, fault. Tony.
0: It's your fault, too.
2: No, he looked at me and said Goldberg won. I just agreed with him. Pushed on with the show.
0: As if I read our Facebook, as if I knew. <laughs> you had one job, Lyle. Adam Stephen, yeah. Underworld Wrestling. Great interview and a great show, I believe, on Friday night. We'll talk more about that later. But uh, it was a good insight into what Underworld Wrestling's all about.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely wealth of knowledge. Which resulted in us spending the whole weekend with Adam, which um, also resulted in a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of... Hugs. Alcohol.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, You might like to introduce our first guest, or our only guest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're joined in the studio by by a star of the Underworld show, who went 32 minutes on Friday night, followed by a tag team match as part of the Brat Pack, where he's the tag team champion at MCW, and the Wrestle Rock champion... Mitch
0: Waterman. What's going on, guys? How are we? Yeah, we're good, Mitch. We're good. Hey, ya, good. thank you for coming in. And first of all, thank you for bringing in these two belts. We'll talk about them throughout the interview. Welcome. But uh, two belts, the Tag Team Championship yep. for MCW and the Heavyweight Championship for
3: WrestleRock. You must be pretty proud of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's a lot of faith, like, giving me them kind of opportunities. So it's pretty cool. And yeah. They uh they heavy to lug around, mate. Pretty heavy to lug around. <laughs> yeah,
0: you probably felt that. Uh, yeah, they yeah. were actually. Where's the most unusual place you've ever worn one?
3: Um, nowhere really unusual. Um, you can go to a
0: mate's party wearing a belt or
3: Nah, mate. I'm not. Doesn't hold
0: up your jeans or anything like that.
3: Nah. <laughs> no, Nah, no. nah. You want him to work blue, don't you, Tony? No, no. no. That's <laughs> what I thought he. Was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want him to do. No, not at all. I'm just wondering whether you wear these outside the house. <laughs> nah, not really. No, nah, they just they sit on the cabinet and.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. So you're a two-time MCW Tag Team Champion yes. with Nick Berry.
3: Nick Berry. slick Nick. What's Nick like to work with? Uh, Nick's a goober. He's um he's a good bloke. Uh, I think that's why we get along so well. So yeah, it's been awesome. Um. It's actually probably one of the best things that ever happened to my career because when we started tagging together, neither of us really had any opportunities at big places yet, like MCW, and to get that big opportunity, it was good because Nick filled in my gaps and I seemed to fill in his gaps, so it worked quite well. And I didn't really know Nick when we started tagging, so yeah, it worked out well. And you know, uh, no stranger to the tag team
2: uh, scene, no. you had a long run with. Damo. Dirty Dam- Damo. Yeah. yeah Damien Rivers. Uh yeah. I still remember the first time I seen you, I think it was at a platinum event where you used to tore the house down. So what was it? What was the transition like from
3: teaming with Damo to Nick? Um The transition was surprisingly easy. Um even though me and Damo aren't very similar, we always had pretty good chemistry. That was another very similar situation to where we're both starting in the business. he filled in my gaps, I filled in his I was quite shy he w- he could talk I could do more athletic stuff, but he was he was the the attitude of the group and similar with Nick like going into m c w he had the personality he could talk he was very over the top you know uh and i I was putting him work in the ring, not that Nick can't Nick's amazing, but yeah. Well, Nick outside the ring is very similar to Nick inside the ring. Very similar.
1: (laughs) But I feel like um, you're quite comfortable in that role now. And I see when you come out as part of the Brat Pack, you and Avery and Nick have got an
3: act that really works on the crowd. Yeah. um, Man, Brat Pack has been the most fun I've ever had in wrestling. Like, it's just literally, that's just three of us having fun. Like, three mates having fun. And... Honestly, trying to get noticed. Like, we got given a chance and we wanted to knock it out of the park. Whose phone is that? Oh,
1: Tony. Come on,
3: Tony. Come on, Tony.
0: Sorry, it's Loverboy. Unprofessional.
3: Oh, it's Loverboy.
1: <laughs> hey, he wouldn't take your call. I
0: just hung up on Loverboy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you got your first uh, La- uh, Brat
3: Pack merchandise out at the we moment. We did. We did. Uh, it's, you're going to have to be quick to get one if you want one because they're, uh, they're going like hotcakes right now. So, yeah, MCW <laughs> website, they're still selling them. They're but as, selling
1: them. as Mitch said, they are running out. Yeah. They sold remarkably well on Saturday night.
3: Yeah, and on,
2: online store too, so yeah. Yeah, there's a fair few of them in the crowd on Saturday night. There were. Um, how, as entertaining as the whole, the three is, how do you maintain the heat? Because If you guys start a show, it's already kicks off the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly. And how, how how
3: do you keep that heat? In what aspect? You mean, like, do you mean staying as bad guys? Yeah. Oh, like, because yeah. obviously you're easy to hate. Yeah.
2: That's a compliment. <laughs> uh, that yeah. Just. That job. That's right. Sorry. Oh.
0: <laughs> What's he doing? Is he? He texted. He, he text sent me a text. He sent you a text. Yeah. So oh. I didn't mean to. I sent. I was meant to send it to the person who actually sent me the phone call.
2: We're doing an interview, Tony. Oh, I know, and he's sending texts to me yeah.
0: that are unrelated
1: to anything.
2: Why have you even got your phone? Oh, it's on silent, at least. Yeah, that's right. Tra- yeah, so
3: back yep. we'll get this back on track. Please do.
2: Yeah, yeah. How do you keep the crowd from not cheering you guys? Cause- um,
3: without opening the curtain too much, uh, it's pretty simple. You just get rid of Nickelback, and you're good. You're <laughs> off to the races. <laughs>
1: I think having Nickelback can get heat from a lot of people. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Actually,
2: at yeah. the start, I think the Nickelback was really good for the heat, but then people yeah. wanted it. Yeah, they and did. you took it away at the right time. Yeah,
3: then yeah, and whoever uh, did the new theme, well done. Yeah, yeah, that was a custom made. That was pretty cool. They did a good job.
1: And then being in a in a group like Brat Pack, obviously, the ambition is to all eventually go your separate ways and have singles career, which you were all doing um, already how proud of you of each other when you have your successes like you winning the wrestle rock title uh Nick having his match at BCW against yeah, Mad Dog that was amazing
3: and and Avery's getting recognized as one of the best female wrestlers in the country yep um it's pretty crazy to be honest um i'll start with Nick his match at BCW like i was standing in the back watching that and i was scared for him um and to feel in like that on such a big, like, that's a big thing to do a death match. That is a big thing. And he did it with no fear. He went out there and he killed it and watched that match. Like, I was, I was like a proud brother. Uh, and Ava, me and Nick both, like, after every match, she comes back and we're like, you're like improving so much. Like, she's amazing. And she's going to be the top of Aussie wrestling very soon. Like, very soon. Yeah. And you, you brought up BCW. You've had some mm-hmm.
2: uh, really good. Matches recently, yeah. uh, how was it being in the ring with Tajiri on that tour?
3: Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, he's unbelievable. Like, I couldn't believe how good he moves. Like, he was he was awesome. That was that was a good experience. Um, it was in Adelaide too, so not a lot of people knew me, and to try and get them into the match too, like not knowing me, but they know Tajiri. Like, that was yeah, it was cool.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's a good thing about BCW. What they're doing, they're doing something a lot different too. Yeah, they're bringing out these older names. They can pass on a bit more experience, mm-hmm. which is good.
3: Yeah.
0: So I'm getting the feeling that tag team is your your best wrestling. What's the word I'm looking for? Ex, not experiment. Caper. Yeah. Caper. Is that the word? Would you, do you prefer tag team to single
3: wrestling? I wouldn't say I prefer it. I've done a lot more of it. Like, majority of my career, I've been a tag wrestler. Um,. I haven't had a consistent run anywhere other than GPW as a as a singles wrestler. Um, and I enjoyed a lot there. Uh, I enjoy the stuff I'm doing in Underworld. Heaps. Underworld's really cool too. Um, I like what they're doing. That character's cool. Um, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say I prefer it, but I definitely have grown to love tag wrestling because like there's an art to it. It's amazing.
0: Because the last thing you want is to be pigeonholed as a tag wrestler. You wouldn't want that because you want the opportunities as a singles wrestler. But I can understand how some people... Get that buzz of working with another person and that energy that they can get, generate from that other person, just lifts them as a, a wrestler altogether.
3: Yeah, no, yeah, you're definitely correct. Like, the more dudes you have in there um, and everything's clicking the crowds with it, everything's flowing, like, that's a pretty cool feeling. Like, it's a completely different feeling to a long or drawn-out singles match. It's completely different.
1: Let's talk a little bit about your underworld character. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> um, you had a you had a, a thirty two minute match, which underworld's famous for its ten minute matches. Yep. You uh, had a triple flo- triple floodgate match.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Triple flood- floodgate. Yeah.
1: Which? How long before the match were you sort of let know that that was on the cards for you?
3: Um. I mean. I didn't really know the floodgates were going to open until it kind of happened. Uh, I, I had a plan that it was going to. I, I uh, tune into Underworld. Uh, are we allowed to dispose here?
1: Um. I don't know. Uh, they have posted that you went Okay. Well, minutes. I, anyway,
3: I told Benny English before the match that I was going to maximize my payday and wait, let the floodgates open, and then beat Gambino. So um, I kind of had an idea going in that it was going to happen. And
1: Benny saved you a bit. It was a bit like watching Weekend at Bernie's. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but um, a bit you got that, mate. you got um, <laughs> you got hit you got hit pretty hard, yeah. and it looked like you were out on your feet. Benny put the sunglasses on you just as it went to the ten minutes. Um, yeah, I was just getting waiting, He's worth his weight in gold, Benny English.
3: He is, he is. But um, yeah, he was just he was just giving me a pep talk. I was fine. I was just um, hanging out. You know the the lights were starting to hurt my eyes, um, so we chucked the shades back on. Uh, but yeah, he is—he knows when I need that that rest, that breather. It's good. Could
0: have sworn they rolled back, but that's all right. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> when we caught up with Adam last week, we spoke about underworld wrestling and what it is and 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 how it creates his whole persona of itself compared to other wrestling events. For a wrestler being involved in underworld wrestling, is it something that you look at your calendar and go? Yes, it's only a week away, Hugh beauty.
3: Yeah, um, it's cool because like your focus is on something completely different when you're at Underworld. Like it's about telling them stories, about building a character, because uh, that's something completely different to anything I've ever done. Um, so I always do look forward to it. Yeah, because again, it's a chance for me to do something different, be a singles wrestler, try something new, have fun, and just try and tell stories. And that's I think Underworld is really cool for that. Mm.
1: And it's got a really good following overseas, thanks to the Amazon Prime deal. Mm-hmm. So it must be a really attractive place for guys to work at the moment.
3: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You can check out all their stuff on Amazon Prime and on their um, uh, what's the the Pivot, the pivot. pivot Share. Yeah, That's pivot one chain. of the, yeah Pivot Share. Um, and yeah, a lot of people are tuning in. A lot of people are enjoying what they're doing because it's again it's different. And episode one is free on YouTube.
1: So anyone who wants to can check that out. Um, But I would recommend definitely at least signing up for a month to get episode three of Underworld because that was um, probably one of the most amazing pieces of Australian wrestling
3: TV that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, episode one, I wrestled Zan Wen. He's a Uh, big guy. uh, He's a massive guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was fun. And then, yeah, episode three was amazing the whole I've enjoyed every single episode there's not been an episode I haven't liked and even being at this set of shows watching everything unfold I feel like cool. your episode's gonna be the best episode of the current oh, tapings yeah. as well 100% right yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm getting this weird feeling though I mean you haven't done much singles wrestling yourself but when you do you come up against these big guys Jean 1 Gambino's a pretty big bloke himself uh, and Muffinov yeah Muffinov yeah, yeah, Wrestle yeah. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not much of it
3: mate yeah no it's not <laughs> Um, yeah, that's kind of been the story of my singles career so far, um, against the big guys, even GPW, guys like Slade, Mercer, um, Cracker Jack, even, even though he's not like super, super tall, he's jacked, man. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, yeah. He, he, don't bring up Cracker Jack, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Tony oh, lose I, his mind again. Yeah, yeah, I've heard he has got a Cracker bit of Jack. man crush. <laughs> Tony.
0: Oh, we're just all baits. Known each other for a hundred years. Yes, Tom. <laughs> now, um,
2: early year this year we welcomed uh sunday wrestling yes we did man. and i think uh one of the most fun tag team matches i've seen of the year oh thank yeah. you uh you nick obviously and uh camby and Lindo. it seemed like you guys were having just as much fun in the ring as the fans were having
3: yeah. watching so yeah. yeah it was it was amazing that's yeah that's what we're trying to do is have fun man I'm um, glad you enjoyed the match yeah, yeah it, was, it was really good it was a lot of fun
0: Uh, We spoke to Lindo about it too, didn't we? Yeah, he he loved it. Yeah, he said it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, he said it helps because those four guys all get along really well. Um, But also, uh, I feel like you and Nick were at your peak of being dicks while you were in that match. (laughs) Uh, I feel like uh, Mayhem's a really good
3: live show because the interaction between the wrestlers and the crowd is there's there's a lot of it. Yeah, it's very intimate, very intimate, and that's a lot of fun. That's why it's so like. That match was fun because that was that was us just being intimate with the crowd and like everything we do it hits harder because you're closer. It's just everything's yeah. That match was was a lot of fun. I love mayhem. I was the guy that held up the sign. Lindo didn't take my call. Oh, I've heard about this. Self overtone.
0: You held up other sign for Lockie uh, as well, did didn't see, you? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we
2: don't have to bring also, that up.
1: Yeah. Now, um, you are in the ring uh, with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate as well. Yes. We now, were. what kind of a what kind of a feeling is that to be in the ring with two guys who are so accomplished? I mean, one of them's so young as well. Yeah. Um, but with that strong style as well.
3: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Thornbury Theatre is one of my favourite... No, not one of its That and Trelgan are my favourite places to wrestle, the Thornbury Theatre and Trelgan. Um And to be in there with, like, such pros was amazing. Um, uh, we've, been in, we've been lucky enough to be in the ring with, like, a lot of amazing tag teams now um we had a match with the untouchables at uh, at essendon that was one of my favorite matches of my career those guys are amazing wrestle dowie and juicy that was so much fun that was our first main event at mcw um but yeah mustache mountain you can just wrestling them You're like those guys are amazing they're on another level and that's why they're doing such big things now um and to feel what that next level is like it makes like makes us hungrier like we want to be that good too uh, so that's what we're pushing for. Taroga
0: one, wasn't one of the favourite places for Lockie, was it? all those Moomoos down there? <laughs> moomoos.
3: Uh, Momo.
1: Momo
0: sorry. Mitch, Mitch is a good friend of Lockie oh. Hendricks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not, are
1: you? Oh,
3: no, don't, nah, don't turn nah, it around. Nah, there. Lockie's okay. a prick. Oh, you're, yeah. Ava yeah. shoved a sock in his good. mouth for L- a
1: Lockie put you over. Did he? This is awkward. <laughs> 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 nah,
3: Lockie's amazing, man. Like, uh... If anyone hasn't seen uh, the match we had at GPW, that was awesome. Uh, you can buy the DVDs to check that one out. Wink, wink. Uh, but that was one of my favorite matches in my career too. It's, yeah, lucky is awesome. Hopefully, we get to do it soon again. Now, you, you did bring up uh, the
2: Untouchables. Yep. I think we were there. Weren't we, Walshie, yeah. for that one? Yeah, the crowd was, again, super hot for your matches, so it's a regular occurrence. What's it like being in the ring with... You know, they're probably the staples of um,
3: Australian tag teams. Mm -hmm. What's it like trying to raise to their level? Uh, Eye-opening. A similar situation with Mustache Mountain. Like I just said, like, you feel how good those guys are and just makes you hungry. Like, we've got to get to that level. Like, we have to because otherwise we're doing a disservice to everyone else who's trying to put this country on the map.
1: And, of course, when you're in the ring with these guys, you consistently are getting to their level. Um because you're not the best way looms, you're not a you're it? not a step behind at all. Like oh, you hold you. your own. The next challenge obviously for you guys is to then have everyone else aspiring to get to your level. That's and right. uh, that that's gonna present a whole completely different challenge. How are you gonna work towards how do you think
3: you're gonna go with that? Um it's interesting because we're kind of transitioning into that role a little bit now. Like even um with guys like Camby and Lindo, for example, like uh, obviously, they've been wrestling for canby just as long as me uh, and Lindo for longer than me. Um, but as a tag team, they're relatively new and we kind of had that sort of role, I felt, when we were when that match was taking place. Um, and even we went down to NAW recently and wrestled raw beef.
1: They're a good team.
3: Yeah, They're a go- very good I team. I was going to
2: bring them up. I've seen them wrestle uh, before. They've got a lot of potential.
3: They've got a lot of char- uh, charisma uh, and everything they do in the ring is really cool. Um but Yeah, we had that kind of position in the matches with them. Uh and it's cool because now we're try we're starting to get to that side of it too. Um and we've only been tagging for uh like just over a year maybe, a year, yeah. two years. So yeah, it's been cool. And the next 12 months, how
1: how in your in your ideal scenario in your head, what do the next 12 months look like for you?
3: Hmm. Uh the future is unclear. Um, we will see. I, I, you can no, if there's something coming up. <laughs> no, awesome. no, no, no. I, I, I honestly don't know. And that, that's exciting. Like that's, um, that's very exciting. Uh, I feel like no matter what happens, we're going to be all right. All of us, like we're going to, we're going to end up killing it. And the ambition, is it to work overseas
1: in the, in the pretty near future? Is that what you're looking at? Or you want to consolidate Australia for another year
3: first? Um, a trip would be nice. I'm not looking to move. Uh, to be honest, when I started in Aussie wrestling, my goal, well, not even started, just getting into Aussie wrestling, I thought you'd have to move overseas for sure to, to do something. Um, But then I went to, I started in, attending MCW shows and I remember one of the first like shows I went to, I think it was the second or third show I went to. It was Matt Silver versus Adam Brooks, and that was Buddy Murphy's last, that was his going away match. I realized right then like how good Aussie wrestling is and like how hard guys are working. So my goals have changed a lot recently. Um, guys like Robbie Eagles, Dowie James, Adam Brooks, Jonah Rock, um, they inspire, inspire all of us, all of us young guys coming up, to be honest, and we're passionate about this scene too. If we're not, those guys are trying to set a new standard for what Australian wrestling is. And if us young guys don't aspire to get to that level, we're letting all of their hard work down. So, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe a trip will be nice overseas, but, like, for the time being, I'm very happy trying to get this scene noticed and set a table for guys, like, at the MCW Academy, too. Like, if we do well, that sets them up to also get further opportunities. So that's what my aims are at the moment. So, Mitch, we've just got a couple of listener questions that we
1: got online. Um, at the Notorious NJW asked, If Mitchie is the Waterman, why is Nick Berry the one who squirts water
3: in my face during the Brat Pack's entrance? Ooh, all That's right. That's a good one. That is a good one. So, what's my name? It's Waterman, right? Yeah. That's because I'm the wet one. Yeah. <laughs> Nick gets his water externally. I am a moist individual. I'm very wet waterman that's that's why. Does that answer the question? I think it does. Yeah, perfect. I, <laughs> I hope he's happy with the answer. Yeah.
2: So, uh we've got one more for you, mate, before we let you go. Uh yep. at Nick Collett, is it? Yep. Oh, um, Nick Collett. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He tweets go. me quite often. Yeah, he wants to know, do you enjoy having single matches or tag matches Which more? You know? Which Which, yeah, we, we kind did of cover.
3: Yeah, we did kind of cover it. Um I enjoy both for different reasons. I just love wrestling, to be honest. Yeah, no, Nick Collard
1: is my alias. <laughs> oh, we, do have, we actually do have one more from Underworld Wrestling.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, 60 minutes, question mark.
3: <laughs> Any day of the week. I could have gone an hour and a half.
1: Oh, I like no, that. that.
0: <laughs> Adam will listen to Adam, I'm, I'm talking to you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Episode four.
0: <laughs> well, Mitch, we congratulate you on uh, a short but uh, great career so far. Tag team champion. Heavyweight champion at Underworld Wrestling. and no, with no. all no. Res- no. At Wrestle Rock. Wrestle Rock. So I <laughs> the belts are right in front of you, Tony. No, no, yeah, oh, no but they're <laughs> facing the other way. Oh. Wrestle Rock heavyweight champion is what I was meant to say. Uh, with all respect to Adam, probably one of the more normal interviews we've had in the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: where, where can people see you over the next few weeks? Uh, so I've got BCW coming up. Uh, I'm also going to be at Showdown Wrestling. I don't know if that's announced yet, but I will be there. Um, and yeah, that's yeah, pretty Merry much Christmas. it for the timing. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and obviously, in
1: January, you'll be defending your Wrestle Rock title. I will be against uh, Jake Andrew Arthur. Yes, after they all turned on you at the end of Wrestle Rock. Yes,
3: yes, they did. And uh, also, I haven't forgotten what uh, Lockie Hendricks and um. The child star did to me earlier in that show, either.
1: Well, Lockie did say that you were trying to captain the team that was his team to captain. What
3: are you? I mean, on that? I mean, who who's the one with the title? <laughs> Let's ask Lockie that.
0: He's a shocker, Lockie Hendricks. <laughs> uh, Mitch, thank you very much for coming in, mate. Really appreciate it. Good luck with the future. Thank
3: you very much, guys. Thanks
0: much. Waterman joining us here on the turnbuckle, back with more tick. of NWO. Not the music, just NWO brings us back into segment number two. Boys are lovely guy, Mitch Waterman.
1: Yeah, he was um he was really good and he has a bright future. The ability to work tag as a way of getting to where he's now starting to get singles the singles push in some of the other companies. I think that there's probably no real limit to where he can go. He's also taller than I thought he was. Yeah, no, I think he
2: he's got a bright future. Like he's working so many different promotions, and there's a slight tweak on the character
1: everywhere he goes, which is good. More, more experience doing and for uh, a young guy. Things. Obviously, um, that's a hard thing. Like to get one character down as a young wrestler yeah. would be difficult. But working in a small area like Melbourne, you're forced to sort of do what that promoter wants you to do. And he's developed the ability to work babyface, heel, uh, different types of heel as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good.
0: All right, let's have a look at some of the shows that have been around, not just here in Australia, but overseas as well. And uh, it was a fairly big week, for huge weekend. WWE, especially. Kick it off with NXT Takeover, boys.
1: Phenomenal, yeah. It's- I think is the one of the best shows I've ever seen. I've yeah, that? yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Velveteen Dream, and his match against Tommaso Ciampa was phenomenal. That like that um kid has the ability to do anything and, and he's Hulk Hogan tights. But it's <laughs> the second time he's
2: worn Hulk Hogan inspired tights. Yeah. And uh this one topped
1: the, well, he the previous time. Doing the moves, like he had yeah. the big boot and about five leg drops. It was it was brilliant. And for a, he's a young performer as well. Yeah. And he has the ability to manipulate the crowd to do into doing what he wants them to do. Yeah. And he
2: and he's just a product. Of the performance center, isn't he? Yeah. So, so. usually,
1: most of NXT's top guys, uh, they're, they're big indie stars. Before they get there, they're they're just getting polished. Yeah. Um, the dream. Often, guys who are just a part of the performance center get rejected by the crowd. But the dream is that special that, yeah, everyone loves him. Uh, Johnny Gargano, I thought turning him heel would be bad for him, but he he has another level as a heel. Yeah, and he- War Games.
2: Yeah, he. Um, yeah, that match was great as well. Uh, him and Alistair Black, what they what they can do in a ring together. It was really good, really good story. You know, I enjoyed the little little subtleties. You know, to Gargano's. Yeah, obviously he believes he's he's right, which is the probably the best heels. Um, you know, you think just
1: about comic books, all supervillains. they believe that they're they're right yeah, in what they're doing, and Gargano. I don't know how much comic books he reads. I think he might read some uh, a lot, and uh, <laughs> he's taken that to his character where he's like, "No, no, I'm the hero." Yeah. So, yeah, he. I guess I can't wait to see where this character
2: goes. You know, he's got some such a bright future in
1: WWE. So. I also saw one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Yeah, Eo Shirai's moon uh, say moon salt. Uh, to the outside, yeah, is a thing of beauty. The she is perfectly symmetrical. Um, it's it's breathtaking. If if you haven't seen it, you have to you have to see it. And credit to that cameraman that took the photo that was
2: circulated on uh the tw- on Twitter that that was perfect. And even in real time, it looked like it was slowed it was, down. That's how breathtaking.
1: That's how, how that's how well she does it. And then the, obviously that main event. Uh, I, I think that there's probably... I mean, I don't defer to Dave Meltzer to make my opinions for me, but I would rate four matches in that card, five-star matches, yep. and it was an excellent women's match as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, everything was great to better than great. So it was a blow-away card. And, you yeah, know, it was only, only, four, only yeah. four matches. Oh, well, you can't know, count the, the riddle match that went, you know, 10 seconds. But, you know, he's a, he's another character and a charisma that can't be denied i think
1: is johnny gargano the Shawn michaels the mr wrestlemania of takeovers
2: yeah he's he has to be uh, there's no doubt what with what he's doing yeah he 100 percent.
1: and uh obviously the next day um enzo amore yeah i wasn't sure if we're going to bring him out i don't think we should give him a platform but I'm not uh, giving, i don't think that yeah. we're going to give him too many too much of a platform well i don't
2: think you know he he was his name was trending on twitter for interrupting the tag match
1: but okay so obviously he's he has got his his awful cd coming out yeah and he had a show that night at whiskey gogo now whiskey gogo holds about 500 600 people there were less than 80 people there yeah. i don't know if the stunt worked yeah. trending on twitter does not result in people liking shit music no no that's right and <laughs> yeah the reports i got was actually there was 35 people there well i, yeah, I, I so said that, less than 80 yeah, yeah
2: so that's that's for something that was trending and obviously
1: but you know, how many people are going to go to the whiskey go it's like to watch it was kind of like when wow. i have a birthday party and like 80 people say they're going to come and then it's just me and tony yeah, and that's only because I schedule it at a place I know Tony's already going to be.
2: Yeah, and I say I'm going to come and then just don't show up, <laughs> like Underworld that on too. Friday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Survivor Series, guys. I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I, I, obviously it wasn't as good as
0: Takeover, but that's what well, never nah, is. It's a different universe. Brock and Daniel, Jews, that was a, a good match. That, I,
2: I I loved it. I yeah. loved the the you story. Um the subtle heel, even though he sort of had to he was getting
1: cheered by the crowd. You know, there was he wasn't at the start. They started cheering him after Brock decimated him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think we all knew Brock was going to win. Well, I think obviously. after Raw
1: won the first four matches we knew it was <laughs> going to be a clean sweep.
2: Yeah. yeah. But you know, there was a couple of really good hope spots where the crowd really did bite. So that's a credit to I can't believe Z- Daniel Bryan. I can't
1: believe they thought Brock could tap. Yeah. It he was a, an LA crowd, though. Mm.
2: Yeah, but um, you know, probably the only downside of that match was him getting dropped on the back of his head, which, obviously, probably hearts in our mouths. Obviously, we know where Daniel Bryan's come Jeez, from. It
0: looked, it looked shocking.
2: Yeah, it didn't look as bad as the one of the Singh brothers from the week before. So,
1: what about um the fact that we currently have three women in WWE who are more over and get more crowd, res- probably four, four women that get more crowd response than any man on the roster. And, no, I've got no problems with that. I know, and I think it's an amazing yeah. thing. And it's a and so Becky Lynch, Charlotte now. Charlotte's fantastic. Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax just through punching Becky in the face is getting huge heat um, and an opportunity to run with that. Those four women now can just look at the men and go, now you need to lift your game because people yeah. are buying tickets and buying pay-per-views, and I want to see the women on they need to be headlining shows at the moment because they are the most watchable aspect of that programming. Yeah, and their
2: storylines are really intriguing. All right, we are we're unfor- unfortunately for Becky Lynch. You know, but that could have been a blessing in disguise to keep her away from Ronda for a bit longer because I feel that's the match I want to see now, but I don't want it next week. I want I want it on a bigger stage.
0: I'd I'd uh, be happy to bit. see Charlotte and Ronda for a, a little longer yet.
2: Yeah, so I, I they're, no they're putting
0: some nice stuff together. Yeah, yesterday. and I think yeah, Night has got the next yeah, she's got title the next title
1: shot. But I think that at at say maybe Royal Rumble, we might see uh, Ronda and Charlotte go back at it. Um, but I think we might get a triple threat at WrestleMania between the three of them. Yeah, it and it would be incredible.
2: And it's a testament to the, the the women how their their characters are so over. Like Becky Lynch on Twitter, you know she's actually killing everyone. She decimated Chris Jericho <laughs> earlier this week. If they keep this heat up, I can see, and I hope others can see, if that's a triple threat for WrestleMania,
1: that could main it's event. It's the main event. Yeah, uh, that, that, it is, that, that, that could main yeah, event. That'll be the main event. Um, and like the crowd shitting on Ronda Rousey is ridiculous. She is incredible. And people forget she's had less than 50 matches. She's had them all on the big stage or on WWE house shows. And she hung with Charlotte, held her own. Her mic work's getting better her facials are good, and her ability to sell her sa- is brilliant.
2: Her selling for her uh, her experience, her selling, because selling, you know, to draw sympathy, you know, and, you know, maybe it wasn't so much selling with that beat down as well because uh, some stiff shots with the kendo you stick. Paying your dues, but, though. But that, that would have to be one of the most violent things WWE have done in a long time, male or female, and... I think it was just perfect.
0: Well I loved when she hopped out of the ring that was so obvious and she looked back at the camera and she sort of like had that little tear in the yeah. eye and that was that was a poignant moment.
1: Yeah. Plus she took her time, so after the beatdown yeah, she took yes, her yeah, time. Yeah. She was slow getting up. We saw the welts on her back. Um, imagine we had Rhonda wrestling five years ago, how good she'd be. Yeah,
2: yeah, in you know, her probably a, athletic a prime. Yeah, so no kudos. I don't understand why all the Twitter hate. Maybe it's, you um, know, it's the big star syndrome coming in. But she, she's a fan. She's not just someone here for a payday. She could go and fight, you know, three times have, a year, maybe two times a year, and make three times more than she's making WWE. I think people she could need to Brock get their deal head if She
1: it. wanted to. They could have given her. They yeah. would have given her a Brock deal.
2: She's a super fan, and she's willing to go to the performance center as someone that doesn't really have to. You know, go down there, put these matches together, and like you said,
1: and geez. they put that that match together in three days. Uh, three days, yeah,
0: because it was Strowman. meant to be Becky Lynch. Yeah, uh, Braun Strowman just had—he's uh, having a, a massive brain fade, or he had a massive brain fade. I thought it just take trying to take on everybody on his off his own back, and it turned to his. Uh, it turned against him, didn't it? In Raw, when he broke, he's had his elbow shattered. And, I mean, he I would since probably think he's out for at least six months. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's bone spurs, so I don't know how long he'll be okay, out. Okay, well, yeah.
0: the initial diagnosis was his elbow was shattered. Yeah,
1: that's kayfabe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Braun's a the- monster, so when he comes back after four weeks or three weeks, everyone will be like, wow, shattered elbow, yeah, okay. and he's already back. So Strowman, they're hoping he'll still get back for that match against Corbin. Yeah. But they're not sure. He'll definitely be back for Royal Rumble, though.
0: It's some decent heat between those two.
1: Yeah, it's good.
2: Yeah, and who would have thought? You know, twelve months ago, Baron Corbin was an intriguing
3: part yeah. of
1: some of Raw, but um, yeah, I got an issue. Baron Corbin is a general man, acting general manager of a of a show. Yes. Now he led that show to a whitewash of their opposition. Yep. Gets to work the next day instead of getting pat on the back and maybe get his job made permanent, he has to fight someone to keep his job. Yeah, I don't
2: know. I think, you know... What's <laughs> going on? WWE does have a tendency to... Don't uh, worry, it
0: could happen in this room in the next five minutes too.
2: Don't I? Or is your phone going to go off again, is it? That's you,
0: you'll lose
1: your job if there's a fight for it, because there's two of us. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I'll work, I'll work hard. I cheat, so...
2: Yeah, so... I- Oh, I'm not sure. That's just WWE. But
1: raw, raw, was that really bang average? Yeah, no, it I, was 1999 WCW. Yeah, average.
2: it was easy to fast forward through. But just can we just go back to Survivor Series? Buddy Murphy. Oh, yes. yeah. We, so we're sorry. We How can't we can't Buddy move Murphy, on. Murphy, yeah, come
1: on. We're Australian here. It's Australian podcast. We're... Yeah, um,
0: um, another amazing Buddy Murphy match. Yeah,
1: what he's done. He is he has led. I'm not going to say he's done it solo because he's got some good opponents, but he's led 205 live from not even making the kickoff show to being on the main card of a major pay per view, one of the big four, and he had the crowd chanting 205, 205, which has never happened before.
2: Yeah, not even at a 205 show. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming. So yeah, which is good. You know, the the, yeah he kept throwing uh, Mustafa Ali.
1: Over the ropes and throwing them off everything, and that Spanish fly to the floor. That, yeah. they've done they've done a few. Those two together have done like two or three Spanish fly spots. Yeah, um, always creatively off off things, um, and it's they wait, those two together, and then you throw Cedric Alexander into the mix. Those three guys. You could basically just have 205 Live be those three guys, and not everyone. no one would get sick of watching it.
2: No, because they're always different. They're always showing different elements. Um, you, know, different, you know, like you said with the Spanish fly, they're always differently creative ways. So the matches are always... Yeah.
1: I love Buddy's super kick to the head when it's between their legs. Like, I think that's a great spot. Yeah, that's uh, the
2: uh, cheeky Nando's from Will Osprey. Yeah. I like that. But then... He doesn't let you sit on that. Straight into the powerbomb and then the second powerbomb. Nah, he he deserves to be on all the big yeah, fours
0: without a doubt. Without a doubt. uh Smackdown boys. Uh Smackdown was
1: good. Yeah, well it was better than Raw. Um I don't I I turned it off when the main event came on because a, a match between Ray Mysterio and Randy Orton doesn't excite me. No. Nah. Um I think it's almost time to have Randy just be around for maybe a big spot a couple of times a year but i don't know um oh, it's a personal thing where i'm like randy orton now yeah, i'm turning off the tv
2: yeah i just i fast forward to the match to be honest so just to the end uh you yeah won. hey
0: randy cheated the, the win
2: cheated to win the win They keep obviously we're going to get more oh, randy good. so i just feel this the next, next block is we're getting think, more randy you know you're getting more randy we're getting more orton um i just think randy orton <laughs> yo. Know, he does his matches in blocks, like we've seen the Jeff Hardy match. sort of. He just wrestles a, the same guy yeah, over and over again. Yeah, and then and over he just again. gets comfortable. I'm on a house, uh, house show loops with you guys. All right, Ray, we wrestled 10 years ago. Oh, true. Right. Yeah,
1: he doesn't have to... Look, you've seen a Randy Orton match. He doesn't... Ray. I thought that SmackDown, the one the one issue it had, it didn't really address them getting whitewashed as much as I would have liked. Like I would have liked to have seen the authority figures furious. I'd be furious.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I, I did enjoy Miss TV. I love Miss, And uh, and then that going into the tag team. And I... <laughs> the Jobbers, the Bryant
1: brothers in LA. They, they, yeah. That, that subtle little dig at the LA Lakers. I love that, so... And, um yeah, it was... They didn't look alike, the Bryant brothers.
2: No, dude, maybe they got different fathers, but that's... No, well, they have different mothers. And they're twins? Same last
1: name. No, they're not mm, twins. No, boy. they weren't duddies. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. What did you think about the Iconics? Ah, uh, I love the Iconics. I felt bad that they lost, but you got a lot of TV time, so that's good. They're very good. Um, I love Peyton Royce unashamedly. Yep. Despite um, what Uncle Dave said.
0: <laughs> have you guys seen the ad for the new wrestling movie that's coming out? Produced by The Rock, uh, a film about Paige and her. I
1: don't believe it's on the rundown, but yeah, I have seen yeah. that. Um, yes. I've seen the documentary it's based on as well, Wrestling with My Family, which was quite good. Um, I think AJ Lee's played by um Thea Trinidad in the in the right scenes, who's obviously at the moment um Andrade Cian Alman's Alma's manager. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, I I've seen yeah see little, little snippets Baker. of it, so no interesting. Yeah. I'll watch it. Of course, of course it. we're gonna course watch wrestling. it. It's wrestling related. Yeah, we'll
1: and let, maybe we'll give her a review, on a, and let's hope it's better than Ready to Rumble. Well, which I I kind of we like. should,
0: you know, we should we should have a premiere showing at like the Sun Cinema in Yarraville. Oh, that'd be nice for all of our listeners, and we'll do a show live from I'm
1: there. Both of them will come.
0: Well, maybe we'll do a show. You live invite from there. Lockie, Tony. Yeah.
1: Oh, actually, yeah. this could work if we can get Lockie there. Yeah. Mm. He won't stay for the movie. He'll just come for the red carpet.
0: Yeah. Yep. Now you were both meant to go to Underworld Wrestling. What does that mean? We were. Well,
2: there was a lot of...
0: Let, there me, was, let but, me speak English. You were both meant to go to Underworld Wrestling. But for
1: the third social event in a row, He's Lyle, at the last minute, decided that he wasn't going to come. I didn't. Uh, I didn't decide. You were meant he, to hang out. I was there with Brendan the and Danders, and we were like, when's, when's Lyle getting here?
2: Where's Lyle? Yeah, I've seen their social media. You saved me a seat. No, you, you're just a very nice people. I don't know why yeah. Yeah, you know how hard it was to save that seat? No, I could imagine. I could imagine. And, you know, I apologised to Adam and hopefully brought him enough drinks on Saturday night to make up for it. You didn't?
1: No, no. He
0: he can What drink. was it
2: like?
1: Uh, it show- was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. There's some really good storylines going through. I think um, if I was going to have any criticism at all, it's, it was a long show, so the crowd were a little bit tired for the main event. So poor old carlo and pitbull having their title match everyone was was a little bit tired um being a tv taping i don't know what you do do you maybe bring those matches forward uh do you record two and a half episodes i don't know i'm not in the business there might be no possible way you can do it um but in the the actual in-ring work was really good i was really drunk so what i remember was amazing yeah so when you uh, watch it, when it drops on Amazon Prime, it'll all be new for you. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and you'll probably hear me. Like there was, uh, they had the guy making his debut for So You Think You Can Wrestle, and I may have tried to get myself over. Oh, you did the old it. J at Underworld. I did. Um, yeah. He said they asked him what people could expect from his match, and I yelled out, "Not much." <laughs> Turns out he was quite good.
0: <laughs> uh, MCW hosted their final show of the year, Endgame.
2: Yeah, this was. A, yeah, it was a really fun night. Uh, you know, there's a big group of us all together for one of the
1: we last shows. We got shows. to we got to meet Dan Leonard, oh, okay, who was down, yep. and um, he gave me a copy of his fanzine, yep. the Gorilla Monsoon one. If you're not a member of his Facebook group, what would Gorilla Monsoon do? Join that, and um, and definitely download the fanzine because I'm halfway through it and it's really good.
2: Yeah, i I finished reading it earlier before we came in the studio. Yeah. Definitely download it. It's really good. So That's yeah, what I it's... just said in, in my
1: exact words. You yeah, could but have I've changed... read the whole thing. You could you... have changed the words a little bit.
2: Yeah, but I've read the whole thing and just. I'm going to uh, download it because I've heard it's really good. <laughs> See, you heard it twice that it's really good. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a good show. It was a fun night. You know, being there, you we know, with a decent group of us
1: ha- I, having fun. I brought um, three of my friends who've never been to a local wrestling, and they all brought their sons with them, and all three will be back. Uh, it helps that they probably saw the best match I've seen live in person, which was Slex versus Brooksy. Oh, masterpiece.
2: You know, on a weekend of what the matches that we've already gone through from NXT and Buddy Murphy, th- this wouldn't be out of place. It could have oh, been on that, we, on that takeover show. Yeah, what Slex and Brooksy did, and their first match was really good when Brooksy.
1: Back, I have it on good authority that um, there was a lot of things they couldn't do in that match because there may have been people in the crowd WWE weekend, yeah. that were looking for certain things, so they held back. And then this week, they're like, they let it all hang out. We saw um, a Canadian destroyer off the top rope that looked like it looked like Slex had died, yeah, um, not for the first time either. <laughs> the, t- the tombstone onto the apron, like, there were so many great spots, there were comedy spots. But then they were also really they slowed it down a few times and, and told a really good story. Uh, when that comes out, download it straight away um, and watch that whole show because top to bottom it was a great show. But that match in particular, uh, I'm surpri- I was surprised I didn't see Lyle crying, to be honest.
2: Yeah, well, it, it wasn't the best match I've ever seen live. That was Will Ospreay at Annabelle Brooks. So it was probably just a touch under that. But yeah, I could have cried, but there was a lot of us there. I wasn't there on my own this time.
0: World Series Wrestling, boys. Yeah, I'm not
1: finished with I'm not finished with MCW. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, because I really want to put everyone else over the the main event. Uh, Gino Gambino is now officially the biggest heel in MCW. Hundred percent. Like everyone hates him, um, and. It's a kudos to him because everyone just wants him to lose that title and it doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere soon. Yeah, that, that's two shows in a row.
2: They've take, taken it away from us and then we think we're getting it when they're, you know...
1: Yeah, they restarted the match. They
2: restarted the match and then, obviously, wrestling booking, Oh, we're going to get the end of the year, go send everyone home happy. <laughs> he um, hits that two, uh, that pole driver The one, two, three... Um, So that was, I love that booking. And I
1: managed to get a hug off Lindo after his team won. Yeah, that was nice. That was in the crowd as well when they were celebrating. Um, really nice. So yeah, they they did well, Lindo and Camby. Uh, It was a really good show, top to bottom. So uh, kudos to everybody who worked on the show.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Uh, World Series Wrestling, boys.
1: Yes, we got tickets
2: this week. Yeah, Friday and Saturday night for Melbourne. Uh, I think Saturday night's already
1: sold out. Friday night, there's about 10 tickets left. So if you want to... There'll be five by tomorrow. If you want to go to that show, um, you better hurry.
2: Yeah, and
1: in Perth on the Sunday night. Where it's EPW versus... And, 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 and co-hosting it. Yeah. So that one's close to sold out as well. And Sydney's very close too.
2: Yeah. The thing I'm enjoying about th- this whole tour is the the Aussie wrestlers are getting to mix it up in some really... Really high-profile matches for them. So. Well, let's
0: go through some of those names on Friday night, as you mentioned. Uh, World Series Wrestling is on at Ferntree Gully, featuring Cody Rhodes, Bandito, uh, Brian Cage, Robbie Eagles, and many more. Saturday, November twenty-four, Australian Wrestling Revolution have their debut show in Adelaide, where you can catch I the think, player. I Jake think that uh,
1: that should have been crossed off. It was me being snowed under at work and not fixing it? Sorry, Tony. No, but uh, Saturday. We will have World Series Wrestling night two. <laughs> uh, the rest of it's right though, you can go. What the hell's just happened? That's all right. I made less mistakes than you. My phone hasn't yeah. rung. So where do I pick it up from?
0: No, i I'll, I'll, I'll
1: go. On the
2: on the Friday night match I'm looking forward to the most is um Brooksy versus Marty. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's that's hot indie worldwide yep. versus Australian hot indie, which is good. Stevie I thought
1: Australian Hot Indy was in a triple threat match against Brandy and Erica. That's a different indie. Oh.
2: Uh that's the impressive Indy. Um uh Saturday night, Stevie's going up against Flip Gordon. Yeah, that's gonna so be insane. That is gonna be absolutely nuts. Um yeah, Brandy versus Indy and Erica from night one. Yeah, you know, that that's gonna be really good. Uh, so, yeah, it's not just the internationals versus the internationals that we're looking forward to. You know, Sydney, Robbie Eagles is against uh, Austin Aries, which he did get a pinfall
1: victory.
0: Yes, that'll be a title match.
1: And what else is on this week, Tony?
0: Uh, NAW Old School, including their Hall of Fame, featuring Mad Dog, uh, Vixen as well, and many other wrestlers. Including Candyman. man past glories. Candyman will be there, correct? Uh, IWA present. I think he's tag team with George Jules. He is. we
1: want have to get him on the phone for a mm. quick chat next week.
0: I present Wild West this Saturday night at O'Bron in New South Wales, and Future Wrestling Australia host Tessa Blanchard is on their show in Dural, New South Wales, which is a great effort. It's
1: worth price of admission alone. 100%.
0: Sunday, November 25th, World Series Wrestling continues with EPW in Perth. MCW and Evies are running GLOW Wrestling, Round 2 in Fitzroy. Very limited tickets remaining for that it features Tessa Blanchard versus Indy Hartwell. That'll be an amazing match. Avery Vixen and Erica Reed there as well. And Monday, November 26th, if you want to make the trek to Sydney, you can, World Series Wrestling Or if there. you live in Sydney. If you live in Sydney, you uh, could also watch it there as well. <laughs> yeah,
2: Moretti versus Bandito on that card as yes, well. Yes. That, that, uh, Moretti
1: said that was on his bucket list. So, Well, there you go.
0: If you've got a show up and coming, let us know on our Facebook or Twitter page, and we will more than be happy. To help you promote it.
1: Also, uh, I've seen a few people give us five star ratings on our Facebook page. Thank you very much. If anyone wants to visit our Facebook page, give us a review or give us a review on iTunes or any of the other podcast places.
0: That wasn't on the rundown, but that's okay. That's
1: just me saying it. I'm and not I'm allowed to say things. Yeah, we're allowed I'm to go off allowed the, the allowed cuff to say a
0: little, a little bit. Before. The only- Yeah, because you were on you the were phone. Wrong. Oh, yeah. You made me wrong.
1: <laughs> well,. It's a big weekend
2: it's in hard wrestling. Doing all the
1: work.
0: Yeah, it's good. Like
2: Friday, Saturday, up. and Sunday night for myself. Every I get to go week. to wrestling three nights. this next week, week. I'm one gonna, with my wife. Next
1: week, I'm definitely going to set him up. Every
0: <laughs> Wednesday night, I feel like I'm being set up now. I'm just going to
1: say something happened that didn't. Yeah, <laughs> he'll you, read it. He'll read it. Catch you fools later. He's a bit like um, the guy off Anchorman. Whatever you put on the <laughs> auto queue, he's going to read it. <laughs> I am
0: because I'm a professional that and has like his phone you, on. Goons. <laughs> Uh, Catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Till then.